Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. It is great to be with you again. Another day, another week, another opportunity to grow and evolve. Uh, By the way, if you have not subscribed to receive the free three-part video training series. Uh, There's three free videos about helping you find and access your life purpose. You can go to www.kutblaxon.com, my name, and enter your name and your email and receive the free three-part video series. Today, we're talking a bit about self-doubt. Today's episode is a short one. How do you overcome self-doubt? How do you deal with self-doubt? How do you navigate self-doubt? How do you go beyond self-doubt? Dealing with self-doubt. As human beings, in so many ways, we are riddled with self-doubt, insecurities, constantly question ourselves, wondering if we can do it, if we can achieve it, if it's safe, should I, shouldn't I, the mind, going back and forth, up, down, convincing us, all sorts of things. Self-doubt, what's your relationship to self-doubt? Maybe you doubted yourself in a particular moment, or you doubted yourself starting something new, or you doubted your intuition. How and where do you doubt yourself And what impact does it have on your life? The thing that I've seen is in many ways, we focus on trying to get rid of self-doubt. And the way we we go about trying to deal with and overcome self-doubt, I think keeps us stuck in a loop of self-doubt. The way we go about trying to navigate and deal with self-doubt keeps us going in circles. We keep chasing or trying to change the safe self-doubt. Our focus has been as a human being on the doubt part. Think about that for a moment, self-doubt. We tend to focus on the doubt and trying to fix the doubt, change the doubt, manipulate the doubt, get rid of the doubt, suppress the doubt, do something so we no longer have doubt. But do we really start doubting ourselves any less? And even if we feel a moment of bliss, happiness, peace, uh, stress-free sense, happiness, confidence, a lot of the time that sense of confidence is really our self-doubt that we've managed to mask for a moment. But simmering underneath that, Band-Aid, the self-doubt remains. 
How do we tend to deal with self-doubt through external modification, behavior modification, external modification? We modify our hairstyle. Maybe that will get rid of my self-doubt, get a facial, change my skin, get Botox, get rid of wrinkles. Maybe that will get rid of my self-doubt, take some classes, take a, get a certificate. You know, some of us, we've gotten so many certificates. Can you relate? Somehow thinking that if I just get another, another certification, then I'm going to finally be validated. We change our clothes, sexier clothes, longer clothes, newer clothes, older clothes, unique stuff. Thinking that's going to eradicate ourselves, that we change our weight, we put on weight, we gain more muscles, we get skinny, we get a boob job, a butt lift, this tuck, that thing. Uh, we, we do so many things. We buy things, accessories, handbags, watches, shoes, cars, jets, the, the list goes on. There's this illusion that something outside of yourself can give you a sense of peace, confidence that's lasting. But even with those things, the doubt remains. I think that's why many of us as human beings, we, we're riddled with the sense of imposter syndrome. This feeling that we're going to be found out, this feeling that we aren't who people think we are, we aren't who we project ourselves to be. Ultimately, we're not really in touch with who we are. So when your sense of self is based on external factors that are transitory and permanent, and you're depending on these factors for a sense of self, doubt will always be the case. You're incredibly vulnerable, but not in a good way. What we really must start to do is doubt the self, the very self that is the source of the questioning, insecurities, and doubt. We focus on the doubt, we fixate on the doubt, but we don't doubt the very self that is the source of the doubt. The self that we think we are. And so we think if we can modify these external factors, we're going to change ourselves. But the very self is the source of the doubt. And the more attached and identified we are with this sense of self, small self, not capital self, not real self, not source self, not divine self, but we've been conditioned to believe our conditioned self our ego self, our beliefs, our stories, our emotions, our perspectives, our thinking, our thoughts, our paradigms, our mind. The sense of self is our sense of identity that is made up and reinforced by experiences, conditioned, conditioning, pain, trauma, memories, from the past. We hold tightly onto this idea of who and what we think we are for a sense of self. And we hold very tightly onto that, that forms the sense of this is me. But that sense of me, beliefs, ideas, thoughts, feelings, emotions, all of that is constantly changing in so many ways. You don't believe the things that you believed yesterday. You don't believe and feel the things that you believed when you were 10 years old. 
10 years old, you believed in Santa Claus. Eight years old, you believed in the tooth fairy, but you don't now. Beliefs are, cha- are constantly changing. They're not who you are. So the more we attach to those belief systems, mental ideas about life, and we identify with that as me, the more doubt we will have, the more insecurity we will have. So what, what are you leaning onto? What are you holding onto for a sense of self? So we must question the very self that we think we are. We must actually be willing to question the self that we think we are, that we've been so afraid to question. But that's the source of the doubt. The self generates beliefs and stories and questions and thoughts that aren't necessarily real. Many of the doubts that you have, I'm not enough. I'm too this, I'm too skinny, I'm too fat, I'm too ugly, I'm too this, I'm not intelligent enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not educated enough. These are, some of these doubts don't even belong to you. If you really, really step back, the challenge is many times we never really step back to observe and witness the doubts that arise. We just identify and we believe them. They, they're, they're generating from the self, and we just believe them to be so. So what we need to start doing is cultivating a whole different relationship with the self that we think we are. And when you start, when you begin to awaken and realize that you are not this limited little self called you that you think you are that is made up of beliefs and memories and uh, uh, feelings from the past, but that's not really what you are. As that grip of identification loosens, then the sense of self-doubt begins to loosen because you know that the very self that is doubting isn't really real. That's the freedom. It's a completely different relationship with the self. And when you, when you, when you, shift that relationship with the self, your relationship with doubt loosens because the self that is doubting, you know, isn't real in you. So you don't take the doubt as seriously. In essence, you begin to doubt the doubt because so often the doubt, some of it doesn't belong to you. Some of it's echoes of your parents and ancestors and grandparents, some of its voices from your childhood, memories and echoes from your childhood that's not necessarily real for you today. And some of these are just programs that are installed from media and conditioning and education and schools and society. And so part of it is we must begin to question and doubt the sense of I, the sense of self, the sense of what we think ourselves to be. Most powerful question that has been asked centuries from the beginning of time is, who am I? Who am I? The very I that is doubting, who am I? What is this I? Where does this I exist? Where do I exist, the self? So realize, too, as you begin to shift your relationship with yourself and doubt self, that all the thoughts that arise from you, all the doubting thoughts that arise from you 
thoughts aren't really the issue. So, you, so it's not about chasing to get rid of these thoughts of doubt. It's about loosening your, your, your sense of attachment to the very self that is doubting. So thoughts aren't even really the issue. It's your relationship with yourself and your relationship with the thoughts that's more the issue. And thoughts aren't really just the issue. It's the importance that you're giving the thoughts that's the issue. Know that just because there's a thought or a doubt or a question in your mind, it doesn't mean it's real. It's just a thought. It's just a doubt. But that doubt isn't what you are. That thought isn't what you are. As your relationship with yourself shifts, you know that you're not those thoughts, you're not those doubts, you're not those questions, you're not the mind, you're not the conflict, you're not that insecurity, then you can step back. Realize that that doubt, the question, yes, no, should I, shouldn't I, oh my God, I'm this, I'm that. All of that is happening inside of a greater awareness, inside of something bigger. But it's not you. The problem is when we think it's us, then we collapse into fear, we collapse into the down. We're in a prison. Question the very self. Who is this doubt happening to? Who is this doubt happening to? And who am I? And what am I? And where do I exist? When you step back and you shift your relationship to yourself and know that what you are is so much more. You stop taking yourself so seriously. And as you stop taking yourself so seriously, you stop taking the doubt so seriously. It's just a thought that's arising. It's just a cloud in the sky that's moving through. So the issue is now no longer about doubt or not doubt. And you're not in a never-ending game of trying to chase some doubtless state. Like when I get to a moment of no doubt ever, then I'm free. That just prolongs freedom even more. In other words, you can have doubt and still be at peace. There can be clouds in the sky, but you don't have to be fixated on the clouds in the sky. That's the freedom. It's in your relationship with yourself that the freedom is not in the elimination of the doubt. Who am I? What am I? Where do I exist? Folks, a short musing today and soul talk for you to sit with, for you to reflect on. Something to chew on today. Question. Many times we don't really take the time to question ourselves. We live in a stream of constant, nonstop, uh, nonstop thinking that we don't question the very thinking itself. We don't question the source of the thinking itself. One of my very first teachers when I went to India, he would say, Kuri, if you want to change yourself, you might as well hurry up and do it now because when you're enlightened, when you're liberated, you really won't give a shit. And I laugh now because I realized what he was saying and what he really meant. And that you won't really care because in that moment of freedom, you'll know that the very self that you're trying to fix and change, is not you anyway. So what you're really fixated on isn't real. And there's a tremendous amount of freedom in that realization. Sending you much love, folks. Hope you enjoyed this short musing today on Soul Talk. Do me a favor. Send me an email, as always. I would love to know your key takeaways from today's episode and any episodes that you've been listening to. 
Write a review on iTunes for me, folks. I would really appreciate that. It makes a huge difference to our ratings and really helps spread the word of Soul Talk. So if you're if you really get value and receive value from the Soul Talk podcast, write a review on iTunes today. Say a few great words. And even tag me. Take a picture. Tag me on social media. Love you lots. See you next week. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.